Oh, you know what we should do? We should have like a we should have like a really jazzy intro. I can play the piano. Ba 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 spoon. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Who's the Spoon in the Room? Now, this week we have decided or this week, the first week, we have decided to talk about first impressions. Um, and I thought that to get us started, we can have a little bit of an introduction to each of the presenters of this podcast. So I'm going to ask everybody a question, and that is, what's one thing most people don't know about you? So everyone is welcome. This is like an open question. Anyone can start talking. I think Marcus should go first. I think that's a very good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, my ears are different sizes. Just turn it straight there. My ears are different sizes. Yeah, my right one's bigger than my left, and my right one is like an elf, and my left one is like Dumbo. It's... Very strange combination, but try not to think about it too much. Otherwise, you, just don't, you don't really notice it until you say, oh, my ears are different shapes. And people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. To be fair, it, it was more prominent when I was younger and my head was less proportionate to my ears. <laughs> mm. I had that issue as well as a kid. Like, one eye looked really big compared to the other one. Oh, dear. But that was, well, I'll say my, my, my little fact about me. I When I was born... Um, as the doctor was like pulling me out, like they used a clamp and squished my head. So I came out with a cone shaped head. <laughs> yeah. So for a little while, when my head was like <laughs> to the, the oval shape, I had a little bit of like a, a point at the front of my head. And that's why like one eye looked bigger than the other because the other one was squished and the other one wasn't. Wow. But, yeah. <laughs> that's wow. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Kieran, do you have one thing bigger than the other? <laughs> um, my biceps. Uh, my, my, my right one's slightly, slightly bigger than my left. Just oh, sl- I wonder why. Slightly. Actually, it's not, it's not what you'd think. It's just that I favor, I favor, one, I favor one hand when lifting weights more than the other. But it's, it, it used to be bad, but it, it's, it's becoming pretty much even now. There are just like a tiny little bit of difference, but... It's probably due to like dominance, though. Yeah. Like, well, when you like fight with one hand, you you'll probably it'd be a little bit more bicepic. That's not like with her, but like stronger because yeah. you use it more. Yeah. Well, that that actually brings me on to the the fact I was going to say about myself is that I can play most sports with uh, both hands, so I can. Oh, so you're um, Yeah. Dexterous. But I can't write with my other hand. Ooh. Have you tried? I've tried many, many times, and I just can't do it. Comes out um, as my handwriting. Huh? <laughs> Comes out as my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> that make worse. Trust oh. me. You don't know handwriting until you see Marcus. Yeah. Right. Like that. That is the That's how tough. you how you pass your GCSEs, bud. It's beyond me as well. But yeah, no. Maybe that's why you pass because they couldn't read them. They just said, <laughs> no, oh, just whatever." I cannot we'll be put, bothered to. We'll just say that's pass. <laughs> Probably right. Go on. Yeah, but like I, I can play I can play most sports with with my other hand. So like I can I can hit I can hit tennis, I can table tennis and a badminton, I can do all that with my left hand. I don't because I'm much better with my right hand, but I can still play quite well with my other with my other hands. Um and my mum was saying that um when I was when I was obviously being taught to write because I write with my left hand, but I'm natural like I feel more natural with my right hand, like right hand is what I'd play with if I was playing tennis, for example. Um but my mum said I probably just picked up the pen with my left and they said that's the hand that you write with. Um, where she thinks I'm actually supposed to be right-handed. 
So, but it's like being trained into you to write with your left. Yeah. Even though you're probably yeah, even though I'm probably yeah, right-handed. So that's really interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like people are like um, right-eyed or left-eyed or left-legged and le- right-legged as well. Mm-hmm. So like I'm right-handed, but I'm left-eyed and left-legged. Yeah. So I should be left-handed in that theory. What about you, Marcus? Um, well, as in left-eyed, as in which, like which you just, I, Are you left anything, or you write for everything? Um, I'm left in certain things that can't be said. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus. Um, I think I believe I'm left-eyed as well. So yeah, but I'm, I'm predominant. I'm dominant on the right side. Like I'm right-legged. And right, yeah, you know, arms, handed. You couldn't remember what uh, the word for arm was then. Did you? It's, it's a tough word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I struggle. Remember what this this limb is called attached to me. It happens well. to the best of us. What's this? What's this thing hanging from my body? <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's like a more, it's a more complex well, version you, you of operation. Say that about, you can say that about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so we, we should really get on to our, our, this week's topic, yeah. first impressions. Um, is there anything that you guys, like standout stories you want to tell us right now that you're desperate to share about first impressions? Um, I, I dropped a bit of sausage in my friend's mum's lap. Um, yeah, she, was, she was basically, I'm good friends with this girl and um, her mum was visiting for, um, for the day because we were all at uni. We went to get some, uh, some food from the refectory and it was uh, Fish and Chip Friday. And I was cutting my battered sausage and it, it pinged off into her lap. So, yeah, that was a great first impression because I'd only known her for about five minutes. But, you know. I love, I love the fact that you remember very specifically that it was a Fish and Chip Friday, but you didn't get Fish and tri- Chips. Yeah, I don't like fish. I I, I really fish. hate fish. I the, the only I don't like fish either. I only like tuna, but it, yeah, mm-hmm. I got bad sausage because obviously, why wouldn't you? It's the best, um, and yeah, it just it was just so unfortunate. And you know, I I still do apologize to her mum every now and again because uh, it is uh, it is something that's very embarrassing. It wasn't a great first impression because all she realizes that I can't keep control of my meats. I'm sorry for me I'm putting my sausage in the lab. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I, I went and got I went and got her a, a few tissues and I, I I didn't apologize. But you know, apart from that, it's all good. So yeah. Marcus, <laughs> yeah. Marcus, what about you? <laughs> well, having to follow such an incredible story, I, I will stick <laughs> to my stick to my guns and go for my crumpet story. Again, Ooh, you know. Crumpet. Yeah, I am currently 20 years of age, and I've only been a consumer of crumpets for the past year. It's incredible. So I've bought them, so wow, they look like chunky beehive-type pancakes. Chunky! Chunky beehive pancakes! Okay, because, you know, I I value my sort of class and whatnot. I got my knife and fork, and I took a (laughs) a bit of a chomp, I won't lie. Um, Turned out to be a very... Very, very nice piece of material. That no, it, it, incredible. I just can't believe that. Like in all your life, you've never had a crumpet. Like as a British person, I think everybody has to to try crumpet at least once. Or anybody who visits yeah. Britain has to. It should be. On, has to eat. A it crumpet. should be on the UK citizenship test. Yes, it should. <laughs> it should be. 
shitty. Doesn't matter if you're Welsh, Scottish, Irish, English, or a foreigner who wants to live in Britain or, or whatever. If you're in Britain for longer than like let's say a weekend, you have to have Must. a front Yeah, I agree. They are gorgeous things. If not, you get kicked out. <laughs> I, that's a bit harsh, but I think there should be like a penalty. Yeah. Fixed penalty, fixed penalty of five thousand pounds, and it increases a thousand pounds each month. You could pitch it to the I don't know if they'd go for it. Well, they're only thirty-five p from Lidl, so it's not hard to get some. It's not hard to get some crumpets and a toaster. You can go to you go to Wilco to pick up a toaster for six quid. Don't ask me why I know the price of a toaster. Mm-hmm. I think that when you like arrive in the country, they should hand out crumpets. Yes, oh, yes. Like you know, when you put your passport under the under the um, you know passport control, yeah. they, they they hand it back, and there's a crumpet that's just been inserted. Oh, it, yeah, they, it's just a handover. With, yeah, I love it's like a, it's like a Chinese. You get a fortune cookie with a bill. You know. Yeah, exactly. It's free. Yeah. It's a nice addition, and everybody enjoys them. Smash that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Abby, would you it. like to go? Hmm. I actually, even though I wrote this, I haven't actually thought about <laughs> any good first impressions, or at least like an idea that comes straight to my mind. But I have a first impression. So if anybody watches Drag Race, um, there's a, a competitor. Well, <laughs> there's a competitor. There's a competitor on Drag Race UK season two called Ellie Diamond. And the first time, like, because Ellie is from Dundee and I live in Dundee and I would go to her drag shows in Dundee. And on my first date with my ex-boyfriend, we went to a drag show and we met Ellie Diamond. And she was lovely. She was really nice. And she came up with my ex-boyfriend's drag name, um, which is Alita Darling, if anybody wants to know. I don't know if he performed drag. But basically, this was like my first date with him. He was gay. He just didn't tell me until about six months into the relationship. (laughs) Yeah, my first impression was going on basically the perfect gay date, but in a heterosexual couple. So that that was fun. Yeah, that's something. Um, So... If you guys have any other stories, you, you can talk about them now, or I, we can move on to the questions. I have a couple of questions prepared. Yeah, we can move on for... to questions. I mean, yeah. can I really get? Can it really get more embarrassing than mine? So, <laughs> well, so my first question is specifically for Marcus, and Marcus Ooh. out of the three is the only one who has a girlfriend. Um, so I wanted to ask Marcus, what was his? What do you think your girlfriend's first impression of you was like? Um... Or her, your first impression of her. Jeez. Okay. Um. I'm gonna go off. Um. The impression I I can actually remember, which is when we met. Um. Oh, uh, September in two thousand and get this right, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So <laughs> forget that wrong. I'm gonna get shot. Um. <laughs> this might be the last time you ever see me. Um. Yeah. Because we knew each other six and a half years prior to that. Uh, you know, in Germany, and then she moved schools, I moved elsewhere, and then we just didn't see each other for six and a half years, and then came back to the same uni, which is mental in itself, but um, yeah. yeah, I'll go off that one, because I can actually remember it. So this was um, this was uh, <laughs> back before jeans were a thing for me, so I was still out <laughs> of 
wearing my classic hoodie, my shorts, and my walking boots. <laughs> which now looking back on it was such a bad idea. <laughs> that didn't that did nothing for me at all. In fact, it just it wrecked machines. Just yeah, the whole aesthetic of machines, my portions. So no, yeah, I oh, I'm no. pretty sure her first impression was, of me was for stars. I I know I remember it was um I basically looked like a bigger version of when I did when I was twelve. <laughs> Fair enough. You have the same for about ten years of your life. You just dressed exactly the same. You never changed. You were just like, you know what? Who cares about the haters? I'm gonna look like I've I I should be picking up crap on the side of the street in a high <laughs> Exactly. That's 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 the dream right? highway maintenance yeah. dumbo <laughs> exactly that's one um yeah. yeah my uh so her first impression was just i'm a bigger version of who I was back then i'm sure um I need to ask her but i'm sure she um despised the get up the whole <laughs> sort of outfit yeah um so I, I really had to run that night off my personality and believe me that was tough work um <laughs> my my first impression was one panic attack on the bridge before I got there because Jesus, um and and the second one was just wow yay, I mean yeah. Uh-huh. You guys have like like a proper love do, story yeah. like from movies. The fact that you guys knew each other all those years ago in in a different yeah. country at that not like you went to primary school in the UK together. You went to the same primary school in. Germany yeah. and then you were reunited at university that's it's that's incredible. that's fantastic that's what everybody wants yeah really. it was yeah. secondary school we met in year seven I think I believe yes it was year seven. yeah oh yeah. Se- secondary I thought it was just year about six. year seven so yeah year seven she yeah. stayed until halfway through year eight and then left and well the school we went to then had closed anyway so I had moved out as well um and then yeah six and a half years later met at the same uni which is ridiculous when you keep thinking about it well we're all very happy for you thank you it's Um, okay um so what do you guys think is the best way to make a first impression just let's say in a job interview um, be the first to initiate the handshake and a strong handshake. Yeah, like, strong. Yeah, oh, it's all about the handshake. Trust me, it yeah. is. Yeah. It honestly is. I agree. Yeah, and dressing. I think what you wear is so important, not just for um, job interviews, but like if if it's like your first day yeah. at work or your first day at uni, or like you need to go somewhere important. What you wear is very important. I think. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with it, that. It basically says who you are. At first, exactly. yeah. Little it gives it makes it it makes it a little bit more sort of human, if you know what I mean. It's not just a you're there for the interview. You know, you, you need to show off who you actually are. Because yeah. while you are meeting somebody, you're also it could be a potential employer, but it also could be you know potential um, you know degree that you're doing or um, you know yeah yeah exactly. Yeah. And you need people to understand and get to know who you are pretty quickly. And I feel like what you wear or sort of like the way you express yourself, especially within the handshake and, and the first words that you speak, that's mm. what gets you on a on a good start, if you know what I mean. Like it, it puts you on a good yeah. best foot forward sort of thing, you yeah. know? 
yeah i totally agree like do you like for myself i am pretty bad for judging people on first impressions have you do you guys judge people on your first impression or are you a bit better than me a better human being than me i I try not to but it's i think it's sort of human habit Mm. it's hard to escape yeah like i do try my best but like if like for example like if i've been on a night out and somebody's tried to speak to me i am really bad for just because i i'll look at them and see what they're wearing and be like hmm no and i'll turn around and walk away and just not talk to them Oof. if i just but it's different on a night out because normally if somebody's like coming up to talk to you or as a as a theme because they want to like pick you up take you home and that um so for me it, it i think it's a bit it's a bit different for myself on like a night out because i'm like well you're currently wearing trainers adidas trainers with a nike hat and um puma trousers and Whoa. like no i can't deal with that you have Please to be one and stick to it exactly so i just turn around and walk away because i'm like no thank you i can't I... Oh. just purely on clothing i am quite rude i think <laughs> on a night out but very high standard yeah. baby I am, but I'm much better when I'm not been drinking and it's in a better setting, like in a club for me, it's just... Yeah, to be fair, there's, it's it's not sort of the ideal environment as far as first impressions no. go. For, for me, I'm at the club to dance, not not to meet someone to have no. a shag and get an STD, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you, Kieran, do you judge people of what they wear oh, i thought you were about to say do i go to clubs and the answer is no um, <laughs> um well it depends it depends um like I, I can look at someone and kind of say okay well you're like that i can you can tell most of the time let's yeah. be honest you can tell what someone's like from you can the way they just yeah. the way they walk the way they talk the way they i think dress. Hats as well for men more more so than women like yeah. haircuts are oh yeah yeah important. if you see someone with like lines in the hair you, yeah um <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything like that on, on, on stream but um no the i mean i i do obviously i i'd like to give people a chance and there have been some people who i've thought i oh, look proper dodgy here but you know I've, I've given people the chance and they can they can actually just be you know nice people they, you just could catch them in the wrong outfit you know you know, yeah, like catch them on a bad day and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have some very um, comfortable jogging bottoms and I've only really worn them out of the house once. And I realized how, you know, let's say, uh, what's a nice, nice no, chav, um, how chavy they kind of look, but they're, they're yeah. fine for obviously in the house. But like someone could look at me and then, you know, my face ain't exactly great. So, and because I have a very resting bitch face, I, I look very, very dodgy. And I just look dodgy all the time. Like I once got, um, I once got blues and twos by the police um, just for walking. Um, really? Yeah, I, I haven't told you about this. And I probably should have done. Um, but yeah, no, I was just, I was just walking, and they, I saw the police car. I'd like, uh, there's a, oh, I don't want to go into it too much, but there's like a massive long line that gets you from one side of town to the other, and you can come down, and it looks like a train tracks, but it's actually not train tracks. It's just a footpath. And I came down the stairs, and I looked. The police car went past. And then it went up to the lights and it stopped at the lights. And I kept looking back um, because I was with my friend who was also supposed to be coming down at that time, but he was talking to one of his mates up at the top. And I kept looking back. And all I see is the police car put blues and twos on, turn around at the traffic lights and come towards me. I'm like, 
okay, well, maybe they're going on a call or something. And then they stopped right next to me and they're like, is everything all right? I said, yeah. You're like, you weren't playing on the train tracks, were you? I was like, they're not, they're not train tracks. That's a public footpath. <laughs> and yeah, but like, just. I can't believe you squared up to a police officer. Just like, right, no, shut up. I'm going to correct you. No, they're not, that is not no, a train track. <laughs> I, I obviously did it politely. I know. I, yeah. Um, but like, I, I looked unbelievably dodgy. I, I was black hoodie, black shorts, you know, socks going up to my shins. You know, I, I unbelievably dodgy I looked. And it must have no, been your socks, mate. But then I literally, they, they pulled in because there's a little road that goes off it. And they pulled in. We just started having a chat about, obviously, what I want to do. But yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. But I, for, from an outside perspective, I look unbelievably dodgy just because I have absolutely no fashion sense. So I can understand why people make a judgment because your clothes are a yeah. massive part of what you, you know. Well, I think, so for me, I think I, a lot of people judge me based on my face because I as well have a resting bitch face. But mine is probably more, where, it, like, Kieran, yours is more, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like Depressed look. <laughs> yeah. It, it, not, I'm not saying, like, depressed, but it's a bit more, like, sullen more like sad about it whereas mine is a lot angrier yeah and a lot of people when they meet me think i'm quite or not what like okay it's different when i talk but when they see my face they're like oh god she's she's not in a good mood but I'm, i look like that all the time yeah well you've always looked very pretty to me abby so <laughs> Looking pretty and looking angry aren't in the same yeah, category. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes looking looking angry makes you look pretty. Um, Just had to put that in there. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well done. Um, but yeah, so no, no, I, I understand. It, it is the re- the resting the resting face does tell a lot about or ca- can possibly lead mm. to an initial judgment. Like Marcus is quite a smiley character. You know, he's you're really approachable. Yeah, he's he's like one of those guys you know you can go up to and ask for like directions to the train station, or you know, Mm. he's someone who in public you could you feel maybe not in his shorts and walking boots as in in past times, but certainly (laughs) now with his new girlfriend, his new outfit, and his new found confidence, you could definitely go up to him. The jeans, (laughs) the magic jeans, yeah. But like you could you could probably go up to him and you'd feel quite comfortable going up and asking him for directions. You know, you don't you're not worried that you'll catch him in a bad mood. We've all known each other for quite some time. I guess like something crazy, like six years or something now, Might maybe a little bit longer. Christ. I remember my first impression of Marcus. We were in year nine, yeah. I think. Um, and we had history together with, I want to say O'Reilly, but I don't think it was no, O'Reilly. It was, because Andrew, it was Griffin. Miss Andrew. No. I had I had I had history with Griffiths in year nine with Marcus. I, I swear I did. Hmm. I swear I had history year nine with Griffiths. Marcus, did you go to Kings in year eight? No. Okay, yeah, it must have been year nine. But I remember seeing Marcus in history. My like my first memory, my first impression of Marcus um, was Jack in our class. I believe so. Yeah, you were sat next to Jack because you guys had just moved schools yeah. together. Um, and I remember walking in and looking at Jack and going, "Why is he wearing?" Yes. Yeah. I was like looking at you two. I was like, "Yep, okay, finally we have some metal heads in this school." Because before you guys, um, it for the year group anyway, we didn't have anyone who did metal. It was all, um, if anything, that pierce the veil, emo, yeah. sleeping with sirens Kia. kind of 
crap that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Marcus and Jack turned up and they were like, right, who wants to listen to some real metal? And they proper gave some light to, the, to, yeah. to good music in terms of metal. Definitely. That was, I, I remember that, but I cannot remember my first impression of Kieran. I can remember my first memory, but I can't remember my first impression you should go of go for the Kieran. first memory, because I, I kind of like remember the first time I believe I saw you. Um, but yeah, go, go with the first memory, because that's, that's probably something embarrassing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Kieran and I met in year nine mm-hmm. as well. Um, and we had, I think we've always had science together. Yeah. We have. We, we also did dance and art and drama and all those like artsy fartsy subjects mm-hmm. together as well. And I think my first memory was in dance class with the fantastic Miss Roberta. Oh, that no, is, um, I remember looking at you and thinking, that is a little man. <laughs> but Kieran is not little not anymore. anymore. But, yeah, no. Because I'm the little one now. The guy, the guy now would eat that, eat that little kid. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember in dance class one time we had to like pick somebody up and like throw yeah, them. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Um, I could remember like if little Kieran and big Kieran met, big Kieran would be the one throwing little Kieran well, there is six years in, out the window. Yeah, definitely out the window. A lot further than out the window. <laughs> How about you, um, Marcus? Well, Abby, I can't. I first impression i cannot remember for my life unfortunately i just wasn't there actually. yeah yeah it, it seems that that <laughs> as the years have gone and you just sort of like appeared and it's just sort of solidifies like oh my yeah it, it started off just being in the background while you lived your life and next thing you know i'm yeah. there every week do you, do you guys remember the first time well, first I remember. You had I remember you and me. I believe. I believe it was English at some point, and it was like very, very start of of year nine because you were actually in my set, and then you got booted out, and then I had no friends. Um, but I did get booted out. I okay, got upgraded. Well, still classes. Still classes. <laughs> um, but but I remember because it was very start of year nine. Like I'd only it had only been like maybe the first week and a half, and. It was that really awful teacher who used to go on and on and on and on about enjambement and whatever that crap is. And um, <laughs> and I was getting, I was so bored of it. And I just turned to the right and there's this blonde girl sitting next to me. Um, and it, it's Abby, even though she's not really that blonde. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah. and I, I, all I remember is just complaining to you all the time about how much I hate English. But there was one day that really stood out and it was when... Um, Big man Rob um, oh, said, if I, if I could eat an Oreo filled with toothpaste, then I could have another Oreo. And I was like, oh, sound, because you would do anything for an Oreo, wouldn't you? And to be honest, I kind of needed the, I need, kind of needed like any food I could get at that point because I was like the skinniest child on the planet. Um, and mm-hmm. and he, he gave me that, that biscuit. And I, I just remember feeling so ill after eating that. And I just, I, I was so ill that whole day. There's a reason why you spit out exactly. your face after but I, obviously I was, Yeah, stupid. You actually so. did it. Oh, yeah, I did it. I threw it up in the bin. How do you remember me? Was, was I just sat there giving my usual disgusted face? <laughs> yeah, and face. not going to lie, you were probably the closest thing I had to a friend at that point, apart from Marcus. Um, oh. but I, yeah. I, as we know, I don't really make friends that easily. And I was uh, back then, as you said, I was very small. So I was very easy target, let's say. Yes. Um, oh, I, I, I do. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. I've got a lot of memories of you, Abby. 
got a lot of markers as well. Um, but you know, yeah. So we're yes. not talking about memories, but save that for another day. Yeah. 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 Um, Kieran, our uh, yeah, we first met on the way up to uh, uh, Do Four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I thought one. Well, to be fair, I was terrified because it was the first time at that school, so much bigger. And I, was I believe terrified. I believe we met before that. I believe we met. I, I believe the first time I actually properly met you, and I knew we were kind of going to be friends. But I remember it was you, me, and Will Sykes. Do you remember Will Sykes? Yeah. It was on that sort of like open day of the school. I believe we yeah. met then. I believe we met then, but mm. I don't. I don't know if like. I don't know exactly what we did. I don't know if we did loads together. I remember playing maybe dodgeball or sorry, bench ball. I think yeah. it was uh, one of those days, but I honestly cannot remember anything until like the actual start of term for like, you know, when we actually properly had a conversation. All I can remember is you and me sitting on the whole floor at the end of that open day and just chatting. Yeah, no, it, it was great. Shit. Uh -huh. no, yeah. Um, first impression was definitely this guy is going to save my life because yeah, I, I was, absolutely way out of my depth and terrified <laughs> of going to that school so i was like okay this guy we're gonna be mates let's just let's make it work and he seems solid so let's go for it yes well the second no. the second impression was fuck he's gonna be the death of me <laughs> tell me about it yeah we had quite a rough few years yeah, we, we, yeah but let's not talk about that because we're all friends let's now. not yeah <laughs> this is the final bit um and we need to decide who had the biggest spoon moment or who's the biggest spoon um, when it comes to first impressions. Now, personally, I think Marcus is a big spoon for deciding that his first impression story is about a crumpet. <laughs> <laughs> like that is such a spoon moment. Who, who thinks first impressions are my first impression of a crumpet? <laughs> That is a that is a massive spoon. There's moment, only there's only opinion. one per, there's only one person that's the answer to that, and that's Marcus. Kira's just saying that because he. I'm trying to draw away from the fact that I put a bit of sausage in my friend's mum's lap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that that's an easy mistake to make. It's not like you actually put the sausage in the lap room on purpose. Just slip it in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. God. I hear you help with the tissues though, so you know he's a gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like oh, no, I recovered well. I recovered well. It wasn't just a total disaster. It was just exactly. So I don't think it's that much of a spoon moment that you decided to not decided, but you you were actually nice about it. It was a mistake. Whereas Marcus was thinking first impressions. Hmm, what do I talk about this? Oh, I know the first impression of a crumpet. How I how I use a knife and fork for a crumpet. I mean, I'm sorry, but you know, I feel like I'm getting abused here. You wouldn't you wouldn't even you wouldn't even do that. You wouldn't even do that at the Ivy, let alone you don't don't know what the Ivy is, do you? No. <laughs> it's a really really posh restaurant. Okay, you wouldn't do it at the Ritz. You know, you wouldn't grab a knife and fork to eat a crumpet at the Ritz. I mean, you might. You might. Yeah. Like I, I've eaten pizza with a knife and fork at fancy restaurants. Criminal. So. No, but like it feels wrong to get your hands all greasy when you're in like in those kind of environments. It feels like I have to be clean and proper. Nah, so I, kind of... I will eat a steak with my hands if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> right off the burning stove. Come on. Especially when it's blue. So when you bite into it, all the blood seeps out. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're a bib. Well done's the only one you can have. <laughs> but yeah, for, for me personally, that crumpet moment was 
the biggest screen moment of this episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, we clearly don't have any other contenders. Like, yeah. Apart from your conehead. <laughs> yeah, conehead. <laughs> that no, okay, that is a big spoon moment because that, I. Cone <laughs> moment, not a spoon that's moment. A problem in my life. It was more. It was more. <laughs> tongue, it was the tongues that were the problem, not the spoon. Yeah, well, it was a bit of a spoon moment from my parents. So, you know, those kids that wear those like helmets for when they're after they're born, like some kids, they get given like little helmets to restructure their head because they they, they had what happened to me is that they get pulled out and then their head's yeah. gone a bit tricky. So they wear these helmets to help them reshape their heads. Well, my parents were like, nah, she could just do <laughs> it out herself. She could Probably just do them too in the house. We'll just drop her a couple more times before she can actually have a normal shaped head. Wasn't worth it. <laughs> I was probably oh. dropped as a child. Really? Yeah, you were probably thrown against the wall. Yeah, not gonna lie, it's it's probably true. Because yeah, I'm, well, I'm an idiot, so. Um... <laughs> oh, I, I've got actually a first impression about my sister and my dad. I just remembered it talking about like babies. Um, mm. It's okay. It's a bit weird to say like this first first impression but this first time my dad ever held my sister and he, he he saw a thing or like read um an article online or well probably not online in 2002 but like you read an article um about how the best way as a, a dad to bond with your child is to to go bare skinned when you're holding your baby to to help bond the bonding process and means like like there's a there's a connection there so that it's not all reliant on the mum. So the first time my dad held my sister, he, he thought, I'll do this. I'll take my top off and hold her up close to, to me. But my dad used to be quite overweight uh, back in the day. He was a, a very heavy man. Not not now, but, but back in the day he was. So he kind of had a little bit of a move situation going on. So he picks up my sister, this tiny little baby, and goes to hold her in his arms for the first time. And next thing you know, she latches her lips onto his teeth and tries to suckle from my dad's oh, nipple. My God. <laughs> um, that, that's my dad's first impression of my sister. Or my sister's yeah. first impression of my dad is mum point, uh, 2.0. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, that's gonna be a tough image to shift. <laughs> that's gonna come up. Yeah. That's really funny. Isn't I'm it? surprised you're you're comfortable putting that out there. <laughs> well, it's not me. It's not me who's been suckling on my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I think we're gonna move it on to who I think is the biggest spoon, and that is Abby for saying that's no. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna also go with Marcus because. I cannot get on board with someone who uses a knife and fork for a crumpet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if it goes in a toaster, you don't use a knife and fork. Like, Well, question, Marcus. Did you remove the crumpet from the toaster with the knife and fork? Or did you use your fingers? I used my fingers. Good, good. I was going to say, that will be the ultimate spoon moment. Yeah. They're sticking a knife in there trying I, to, I've, trying to get I've it done out. it, but I never got shocked. You need to try harder. Yeah. That's <laughs> well the problem I find the problem I find is that modern day toasters aren't thick enough to house a crumpet. And it actually sometimes does get stuck. Um 
you know, you can get certain, you know, certain types of crumpets. But I personally, <laughs> modern day toasters do not, you know, are not wide enough to have a crumpet go seamlessly in and out. It gets stuck. No, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a toaster that has perfect smooth running for a yeah. crumpet. But anyway, going back to the topic, Marcus, you ate a crumpet with a knife and fork. And I'm sorry, but I have to award you the spoon for this week. With syrup. With syrup, yeah. Well. Who does that? Who, who puts syrup? That, that yeah. is... It's not a pancake, you eejit. No, it's a big pancake. That first impression, like... Oh, did, did, did your girlfriend not instruct you on how to eat a pancake? <laughs> a pancake is a pancake. <laughs> Did she not tell you how to eat a crumpet? Did she not think, right, he is clearly doing this wrong. I need to jump in and save him from this embarrassment of, of a situation. I, I think it's safe to say that her views on my crumpet eating technique um, matches yours. I'm very much <laughs> on my own with this one. Well, in that case, <laughs> in that case she's a normal human being. <laughs> <laughs> Have you have you eaten your crumpet without knife and fork, or have you always done that? Since See, I've always, uh, yeah, right, okay. So when it comes out, it's warm slash hot. So I don't want to burn my hands, nor do I, nor, nor can I be asked to wait until it's cooled down. So I just go for it, like help, go for it for health, 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 uh, health and yeah, just. I don't need to physically touch it, so I go for that. But it's weird because whenever I have like a hot chocolate or something, I can't have it when it's hot. I just have to wait until it gets like warm to lukewarm. Uh, <laughs> you don't drink it straight away. I can't. Well, it's too hot, so it burns my tongue, and then it's horrible. Uh, well, okay, I kind of get that, but like, I don't. It has to be as warm as I I possibly can drink it. If that yeah. makes sense. Otherwise, it's like a milkshake. Yeah, true. It's it's a warm milkshake, is what it is. It's a room temperature milkshake. <laughs> Saying it out loud, I think I might have deserved a spoon for this week, if I'm being honest. Yeah, this round one, Marcus wins yeah. for being yeah. the biggest spoon. I mean, it doesn't even need to vote himself. It's obvious. Um... Uh, well, if, if, even if I didn't, it's two against one. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Oh. Are we, Out are of we curiosity, guys? though, who would you have picked? Um, he said me. I, I would have picked either Abby's dad or sister. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I mentioned it, because I, I thought, should have said this story, because that is a, a spoon. Yeah. yeah, that is massive. That is 100%, 100% massive spoon. That's a ladle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a ladle. A oh, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure my dad is fine with me telling that story because he's not that that big anymore. Wow. Yeah, we like your dad. He's he's but cool. He's there will be many stories about yeah. my dad and my sister and me probably coming out of my mouth because we're big spoons together, <laughs> the three of us. And that well, the three of us, the three spoons right here, and the three spoons of my family. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. I guess Marcus is the so, biggest spoon. Marcus is the biggest spoon. Um, I guess this means this is the end of our, our first episode. It's, I think it's gone successfully. I agree. Been, I do Being agree. The first one ever. Yeah, I'm 
Very proud of it. I just hope that I hope the listeners yeah. like it. Yeah, me too. I hope I hope that it's not hard to follow because I think we talk about quite a lot of personal yeah. things in our lives. Um, but we'll get on to more topics and hopefully you'll finally understand who the hell we are <laughs> and what the hell and what the hell has made us the way that we are. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The trauma. <laughs> yeah, the trauma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hopefully viewers or oh, viewers, I said viewers, this is this is a video, but hopefully <laughs> listeners will tune in. Thank God it's next not a video. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank God it's not a video. Um, the plan for, for next week's topic is German. Uh, and we'll, we'll dive in a little bit more about our life living in Germany, the three of us, and why we lived in Germany and all that nonsense. So, I'll, um, well, I'll not see, but tune in next week. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, are you not saying bye? <laughs> Toodaloo. Goodbye, my lover. <laughs> Goodbye, my friend. <laughs>